Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Hi, joined by Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Kev, I knew you were there. I was trying to ignore you. I'm and sorry, Kevin. Sent... I didn't. I'm, I'm sorry. No, no. He sent me this text saying, oh, you do know I'm on the hotline. No, I, I was I'm trying sorry. to ignore Kevin. So I, I was putting him off as long as possible. Okay, so Kevin's been listening to this. Kevin, what do you think uh, <laughs> Oklahoma and Texas coming in in basketball? What We've talked about football for the most part. What do you think that does for the league in basketball? Well, I think, it, I think you know, if you look at the Big 12 and the quality of basketball in the Big 12, it's it's been arguably as good as any league in the country. Uh, that's for years, not just recency. And so the SEC's gotten better, but I think when you bring Texas and Oklahoma in, in any sport, you know, you're talking the three major sports, I think it strengthens as far as the quality. Um, you know, the SEC's already pretty strong, and so there could be a debate about, well, does this actually make it better? Um, but I don't think there's any questioning what Texas and OU have meant in football. Uh, but I think some people forget that the Big 12's been good in basketball. Texas, you know, with Chris Beard, a uh, lot of expectations. I think that's a program where he can take it to places maybe that it hasn't been, even since Rick Barnes took the Longhorns to a Final Four when he was there. So I think if you want to look at it from quality standpoint, I think both Oklahoma and Texas bring that to the table in, in all three of the big major sports. So, you know, to answer that question, I don't think it's just basketball, but I do think that it's a positive for basketball because you're adding more quality. Um, you know, and it, and it weakens, I guess, the Big 12. I don't know what's going to happen there because, <laughs> uh, you know, from a basketball standpoint, it's been really, really good. And I think this takes away from that. I think that adds some – you know, that's going to be problematic for that league going forward. Even though a program like Kansas is strong, Oklahoma State, you know, they've had good basketball, Kansas State at times, Iowa State at times. Um, you know, Kansas is the blue blood in that league, just the same as Kentucky is in the SEC. But I think Texas probably has a chance to um, be really good in basketball, partly because of who they've got coaching there right now, and probably more about that than joining the SEC because it's already been a really good league that it's played in. Where do you see the balance, though, when you're looking at adding both of those teams? I mean, it, it's it's basically uh, – I don't see because you're adding both of them that the basketball, uh, on the other hand, would go back to divisions east and west. I'm guessing, Kevin, the basketball fathers will leave it just the way it is. You're just tacking on two more teams into the SEC in Oklahoma and Texas and – and not worrying as it is in football or in baseball that they play in east-west divisions. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm gonna. I think they'll leave it like it is with no, with, you know, divisionless. And I thought it was, you know, probably a good thing that they did it that way when they did it. Um, uh, you know, the teams are all playing each other, um, and you know, you've got some that are round robin. You've got, you know, five of those a year. Three of those are set in stone for Arkansas at A&M. LSU and Missouri. Now, if they go back and change that, it won't be set in stone, but those are the permanent opponents and have been for years. And then you alternate two more opponents to play home and away. The rest of them, you play home one year and you alternate. So by adding Texas and Oklahoma, I just I think it does add something there. I don't know how they're going to work the scheduling out. 
Uh, but Randy, I, I'm going to tell you, I was worried because I called in about three minutes late, so I thought, well, maybe Randy thinks I'm not calling in today. <laughs> That's why I pestered you with that text. Sorry about that. That's okay. I was only kidding you. Only kidding you. Well, I, I was a little bit late, and I thought, well, he's going to chastise me for that, so I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, here here is a interesting question by way of our Asher Record Service Company live-in feedback. Mike says, Kevin, what benefit – does it serve Anthony Black to compete in the under-18 game when he could come to campus and build strength like Nick Smith or others? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. You know, Nick Smith made the choice to come to Arkansas as soon as possible, and, and he, he left that on the table. We know Jordan Wallace did try out, and, and he was not selected on that team, and so he should be arriving you know, soon uh, to campus, but uh, you know, for Anthony Black, I, so I, I applaud him for doing that. It's an opportunity to re- represent your country and be in part. You know, that that means a lot to a lot of players to have that experience. I think if you want to participate at that level, sometimes it's about connections too. And, you know, maybe in the future he thinks this bodes well for him as well. Um, you know, participating with Team USA moving forward. And the fact that he made the team only strengthens his case there. And, you know, this, this FIBA Americas thing will, will wrap up, I think, it's June 12th, so he's not going to miss that much time. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, would they like to have everybody on campus at the same time at Arkansas? Of course. I don't think this will be held against him. And when you're a five-star talent, you, you, oh, no. you, you're being invited to participate in Team USA basketball. I think it's the right move if you want to do it. And I don't think there's a negative if you choose not to uh, because of good reasons not to, which is to get on campus, get in that weight strength and conditioning program, get to know your teammates. So I don't think there's a, a correct answer here. I'm not trying to be politically correct. I really think either way you go, you applaud the young man for the decision um, because, like I said, there's pros and cons on each side of that. I think you're, you're going to be – I think you would be competing also against pretty good competition yes. either way, Kevin. So it's not like it's – you know, he's going to go play in the YMCA Rick All-Star League. <laughs> right. No, that's like right. That. And they're probably lifting weights with that team too. I, they, I, they're not just saying, hey, guys, just sleep in and then we'll practice a little bit and get ready for the games. No, well, I'm sure there's right. yeah, there's a full regiment they got to go through yeah to maintain. I think I hear the music this time. I'm gonna be quiet. Well, hang on, Kevin. I certainly <laughs> want you back in on time for the next segment. Hang on, Kev. All right, Thank that's you. Kevin McPherson. They're known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Rick again joined by Kevin McPherson. They're known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Let's talk with Boyd. Boyd, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Well, thank you there, Double R. I really appreciate you What's up, on and everything. What's up, Well, <clears throat> Rick's kind of got under my burr today. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, no, not Rick. Like he does every day. Yeah, I'm glad uh, I could do that. Arrogant Rick. Uh, and I'm calling you that for a reason, Rick. And, okay. and, I, and I hope Kevin can shed some light on this. You're <laughs> okay. talking bad about how Texas is arrogant and everything. Yeah, they are. Have you... Have you gone blind to about Florida and Georgia and Kentucky and Vanderbilt, Tennessee? Can I keep on naming the sorry no, excuse I, for I, conference, all those schools? The sorry I mean, excuse for conference? The, uh, I've been around all of them. I've, I've been around all of them, and, uh, and I would say that's my observation is that Texas is – 
the most arrogant by far, and nobody's close. And, and I've been around Vanderbilt and Kentucky and Alabama and everybody else, and every, every school has its sense of a little bit of overpride sometimes. I hate Arkansas's song, It's Hard to Be Humble, when you're – I hate that song. But Texas definitely leads the bunch, and so if that got under your skin, I'm sorry. Well, that's okay. But then the other thing really gets to me. Yeah. You think uh, misery or Mizzou, whatever you want to call them, <laughs> ought to be in the Western Division they should. of the Southeastern Conference? Yeah, they should. Uh, excuse me. They don't even deserve to be in Division Two. <laughs> uh, they got the sorriest football stadium I've ever seen in my life. I well, can't stand to watch a ball game <laughs> when Arkansas is playing up. But you can't see the fans. And, and, and the way they got to build, and I mean, come on. That's not an SEC stadium. That's a high school stadium. Come off of it. Well, and, but, but, Missouri but they doesn't are. belong in the conference. But but they are And in. they don't need to be in the West. Well, but, they don't need to be in the West. <laughs> what they need to do is send Alabama, uh, keep Alabama in the West, but send Auburn to the East. But Auburn needs split. to be in the East and Alabama in the West. But they're not going to split Auburn and, and Alabama. They're not going to do that. So why? I'm just sharing, I'm just sharing, so? I'm, <laughs> <laughs> no. Who, who that do, is great, who boy. Do you think you are, <laughs> who, who do you think you are, Rick Schaefer? He's an associate mean, commissioner. You, <laughs> you are not Coach Frank Pearl. You do not have that voice that he has. And he's speaking from the grave. He's probably rolling in his grave because Missouri is in the conference. And you want to take Alabama away from us from football every year. Arkansas needs to play Alabama every year. Who do you think you are? Okay, boy. How did you get on the radio, Schaefer? I don't know, Boyd. <laughs> Thank you, Boyd. I have no idea. Woo! Gosh. Wow. You know, I, I'd i say it's pretty certain, not, and, and Rick will have nothing to do with it, that Auburn and Alabama are not going to be in separate divisions. <laughs> so, Boyd, I'm sorry I offended you. Wow. thought I was Okay, that was good. Not in humility just to share that, but gosh. That was, uh, okay. that was pretty funny. Maybe, Randy, you and I should just both come on every day, or maybe just me, not you, and just I could be Sergeant Schultz and say, I know nothing. <laughs> that was good. Okay. Uh, okay, Kevin, here's one. I'm going to be ready. Hey, Kevin, next time Boyd calls, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to know it's Boyd, and uh, we'll try not to take your time up. How's that? And uh, we'll say, we know nothing, we hear nothing, we see nothing. I, right. I, I agree with Rick. Texas has got an extra bit of arrogance that the other ones just don't quite live up to. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. I, I, I've walked side by side with Texas fans just by because you're leaving with a crowd after games, whether it's football, whatever it is, and uh, they're just different, man. And, and you know, maybe maybe my senses are heightened. But win or lose, they just seem to be a little bit different. If they lose to Arkansas, hmm. you, you don't hear much credit coming to Arkansas. <laughs> None. Zero. And if they and, win, and, nor anybody well, for that matter. But they never They lose. never admit defeat. They never admit that they lose. Right. If, if the score might not have been on their favor, but they never lose. So. No. Never. <laughs> never. Something like that. That's the okay. thing. All right, Kevin, here's another question for you. It is from Gold Glove Benson. 
He won a gold glove at one time. Um, Kevin, let's get to the good stuff. Any truth to the rumors of a real midnight madness coming back or the slobbering hog being put back at half court? Maybe I'm just trying to talk it into existence. Uh, well, Eric Mosman is considering a lot of different things. He always does, you know, bringing Barnhill back. Um, for red-white games. I mean, there's nothing that's not on the sh- on the table. Uh, the Slobber and Hog thing's been kicked around. Uh, we'll see about a- another Midnight Madness. I think you have to have the program at the, at the level that it's at right now to consider that part of it, the Midnight Madness. And I, uh, so we'll see what we'll see what shakes out in time. Um, you know, we, Arkansas hasn't done that what since when, when Nolan was coach, I believe. Um, I, right. I don't think they had a midnight madness starting with Stan Heath. So it's been a while there, but Arkansas's program hasn't had the success since knowing that it's having now. Um, and, and we see some programs out there that are doing, you know, that, that do that. And we talk about the Blue Bloods. Most of those have a midnight madness event. Uh, some other ones do. Uh, if Arkansas brings that back, I think the fan excitement is, I think the program's at a level now where it would generate um, – you know, it, it would generate a turnout. I'll say this, too. You know, Musselman, I think, picking Barnhill for the red-white game is, is pretty strategic because it not only is nostalgic and, it, and it, you can have a theme, you know, a throwback theme or whatever, but it's also a smaller venue. And, it's, and it, it, no matter how good your program is, it's harder to get fans out when it's off-season or before the season. Right. Yeah. Football's going on. Right. Um, and you're trying to, you know, not look like you got more than a half-empty, you know, less than a half-empty, half-full house. That's right. So, you know, there's reasons that go into that. But a Midnight Madness, I think it would be great. And I think the program right now, based on the last couple of seasons and the recruiting, I think it would be a good time to maybe seriously consider plugging that in. I can't say anything more than that, guys, but I do think it's not a bad idea. I don't think it's a bad idea. Well, get the slobbering hog taken care of. I, I'm right. one of those that love yeah. that that particular <laughs> Uh, right. image of the uh, hog, the slobbering hog. So get that one done, Kevin. The rest, I mean, the Midnight Madness, I understand, and uh, especially the red-white, like you say, inside Barnhill, that, uh, I mean, that, that all makes sense. 